Hey, Evan, come and record the Drift Ad. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. From waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. Check in on their website for the latest updates and policies regarding shopping during the pandemic. Curbside pickup for your online and phone orders is a great way to get you the gear you need. And they're shipping for free across Canada on orders over 100 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Driftoutfitters.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is June 21st and we're recording another episode. My name is Mitch. We've got Aldo. Hey, everyone. And we've got Yelma. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and of course, we're very excited today to be chatting with another guest. Scotty Fonger is the owner of Wildfly Productions. He's originally from Minnesota, but has lived in North Carolina for the last 10 years. He was introduced to fly fishing when he first got to North Carolina, spending time in the mountains with his uncle and cousins. Early in high school, he started to bring a camera along on his trips out. Scotty created an Instagram and YouTube page to begin sharing videos with his close friends and family. And from there, Wildfly was born. So Scotty went to Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina, and continued to perfect his creative process in the Wildfly channels with one simple goal in mind, share real fly fishing experiences. For Scotty, fly fishing has had an invaluable impact on his life. It's taken him to some incredible places and given him some memorable experiences. And he wants to continue sharing these experiences with others and does so full time. Now he travels all over the United States creating fly fishing films and content and has recently even started a podcast under the Wildfly banner. Today, he's on SoFly. Scotty, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. This will be fun. Yeah, yeah. Excited, to, excited to chat. How's uh, So, yeah, you're calling in right now from North Carolina? Yep, I'm in uh, in Charlotte right now, right down in the heat of, heat of North Carolina. It's like nice. midsummer, so it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I just got back from the mountains. I was up in, uh, in Boone for the weekend, which is, it's always nice to get up there in the summer because it gets so hot down here in Charlotte, and uh, mm. it's yeah. like usually like 10 degrees cooler and no humidity, so. It is yeah, the yeah, first yeah. day of so summer. How, how's the fishing? That's right. It is. Today, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. What a day. <laughs> what a day. day. You know, we've been waiting so long for this day, you know, it's day. been, uh. It's been long awaited, and, uh, no, and it's there nice was a to... tornado today on the first of June. Or the was there? Of June. Yeah, up here? well, that's what they said. Yeah, oh, where? Sweet. Yeah, sweet I bet Jesus. summer's a little delayed for you guys up in Canada, right? It is, man. Yeah, it was. It was real cold. Uh, you know, it was a cold, long winter, and of course, with COVID and everything, we were locked down pretty hard and uh, couldn't leave the house, couldn't do any of that stuff. So it was a it was a bad one, but it makes this one it makes summer coming even sweeter. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And bass is open now too. We've got bass fishing season up here, and uh, it actually just opened up the other day, up where I am, which is amazing. Oh, so do y'all have like seasons for it to be open and then closed? For we bass? do, yeah, yeah. So it's bass is bass is always a tough one, you know, because it's like uh, it's it's not a very uh, it comes late in the summer. You kind of got to wait a while. At least where we live up north, it's a little earlier. Um, but uh, it opened the other day, so that's always a, a glorious time, you know. Now we can now we can fish bass, which is kind of the best. Oh yeah. How's the uh, fishing been uh, where you're at? Um, it, it's been good, man. Um, you know, summer's like, <clears throat> like right now, like it's kind of prime time from like April to like early July for here in like North Carolina. Um, then yeah. it gets kind of hot, but, uh, the fishing has been really good, really consistent. Um, fish are looking up. Like I, I went recently and, um, just a little small stream up in, up in the mountains and like pretty much, you know, after, 
probably 30 minutes I took off my dropper and I was like, all right, I'm just going to fish a dry because they're just, mm-hmm. it was so consistent. And then actually nice. I just, just went up to, I don't know if you're all familiar with like the Tennessee tailwaters, like the Watauga and the South Holston. Um, but the, I just went up there for father's day with my family and, uh, we've had like the cicada hatch going on, mm, right? It's like the 17 yeah. year brood X. So I finally got yeah. my fix and got a few, uh, few cicada bites and dude, it was, it was I felt like I was fishing in Montana, dude. like with the salmon fly. It was, it was That's sick. crazy. Yeah. So you're seeing then, cicadas everywhere. Like it's really a big thing. Yeah. I think we kind of caught in the, on the tail end. Like it's definitely dying down right now. Um, but we still got like we were able to sight fish a bunch of them, and uh, you'll see them plop in the water, and like the fish just go crazy for them. So you'll see a big, yeah. you know, big explosion, and you're like, oh, okay, anchor up. We're gonna we're gonna target this guy. And then I mean, <laughs> when you're rowing down too, dude, you can just like hear them. Like it's so loud. Yeah, oh, man, crazy. So that's that's been pretty cool. That and then and then of course cool. I think we were talking before this, but um, like we recently went down the Ozarks and like down to Alabama and. Um, I've really like caught the smallie bite this year. And so yeah. I've done a bunch of that, like down in Alabama with some of my buddies in like Alabama, Tennessee. And it, dude, it's, that's been so much fun. Um, yeah. that's again, like prime time right now. So that's been like my focus and I'm back here doing some more, uh, more of the trout fishing stuff right now. Nice. Right on. Oh, very cool. Well, yeah, geez, that sounds like a pretty good, uh, 2021 so far. Lots of good fishing opportunities kicking off. Oh, yeah. Um, well, maybe before we get into some of those and, and kind of the trips you got planned for the this year, why don't we just go all the way back? We talked touched on a little bit in the intro, but how did how did you get into fly fishing? Maybe we just start from the beginning of your fly fishing, uh, you know, how you got into the whole thing. Yeah, well, I I actually um, so I, I, like you mentioned, I grew up in Minnesota, and so Minnesota is like huge for for fishing, and there's just a bazillion lakes everywhere. Like where I lived, there was like five lakes within like five to 10 minutes of where I lived. And so I grew up doing spin fishing, um, for bass, pike, walleye. And that was like, that was my thing. And I remember like from an early age, like my mom would take me to the docks, like with some buddies and like, you know, we'd fish out there. She'd sit there and read a book and just like hang out. And, uh, I don't, cause we were talking about this weekend with father's day and the whole family around, but, um, I don't really remember when I first kind of started, but it was such a big, it just, I just so drawn to it. And, uh, then my mom was always telling me, you know, oh, you got to try fly fishing because she she had grown up uh, fly fishing, her and her family. And she kept telling me, oh, you got to try fly fishing, got to try fly fishing. And I just kind of, you know, whatever, fly fishing, that's silly. Um, and then when, when I moved to North Carolina, uh, we moved closer to family. Um, my cousins who are all my age and my uncle, uh, my mom's brother, he like they introduced me to fly fishing then. And uh, I remember going and just I didn't even catch a fish like the first five times I went. But the first time I went. Um, my uncle caught like two little rainbow trout and like, that was the first, it was so, so different from what I was used to from the bass game. Um, and it was so much more elegant, so much more peaceful. And like, I had no idea what I was doing, but, mm-hmm. um, just seeing him, like how, how graceful it was just bringing in the fish and like keeping it in the water and releasing it. And like, just seeing that whole experience, um, kind of like struck a chord in me. And so then, you know, I think that was in like eighth grade when I first went. So then pretty much all throughout high school was just any weekend I could get. Um, it's about two hour drive to the mountains where I live. So any weekend I could get, I would, you know, with my cousins or some buddies, we would, we would go up and fly fish. Um, and I, I I remember there's like a specific time. Um, my dad happened to just, he happened to come and didn't really do too much fishing and happened to be kind of on the bank with his phone, just kind of, uh, shooting some video just with his little smartphone back then. 
And I remember I just like, I don't know. It was like the coolest thing. There's a bunch of videos, a bunch of photos. And he got like a video of us, like bringing in a, a big old rainbow, big stalker. And we were <laughs> so stoked about it. Um, made a little, little video on like windows movie maker to yeah, well, Eric, totally. Eric church song in the background or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was, it's still out there somewhere. And, you know, obviously looking back now, it's not very impressive video, but the, I think the process of being able to like document, like seeing, um, be able to document what we were doing, like the fishing side and then, uh, being able to share that with like my friends, my family. Cause I, I had been doing it for, you know, like a year or so. And like, just was so enthralled by the whole experience of it. And yeah. I just like wanted to share it. So that, that kind of led to, you know, saving up some money to buy a little camera and then uh just kind of brought a camera along with us every time we'd go and we'd take some videos here and there and just kind of started making these little simple like highlight reels from our trips with uh with a background track and uh putting it on youtube um back then youtube was not much of you know it was just like funny videos and like prank channels so there was there was never like a oh i want to be a youtuber or like this could be something it was uh you know, I feel like pretty innocent at the time, just like putting them up there. Um, and I think after just a few years, like just being so, I don't know, just the whole process of putting together a video was so uh, uh, engaging for me. I, I loved doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, eventually saved up to get a little bit nicer camera, like a GoPro, and just continued to kind of, you know, make these videos and just put them out. And I, I didn't even really know who was watching at the time, but... Um, as I went through high school, you know, the videos got a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And then ended up going to app state, uh, as you mentioned, which is up in the mountains of North Carolina. And that's when, uh, you know, I, I remember going, going to school and really thinking that I had the whole fly fishing game down. I was like, Oh, I, I've got this figured out pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, getting to meet some people up there, like especially some friends who ended up being, um, who are guides now and, uh, really successful guides. And just learning so much through college um, and being able to be in the mountains in a place where I could drive five to 10 minutes to a stream was huge for not only um, making videos, but just for my like development as an angler. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. before I was having to drive two hours from Charlotte, you know, to, to get to any sort of trout stream. And at that point, you're like, you know, you only get the day or maybe you get two days if you're lucky um, and you don't really learn. So it's the whole like time on the water, you know, concept. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, being in Boone, being in the mountains, fishing as much as I could, um, while being in school and then just making as many videos as I could just wildfly organically just kind of grow or grew and grew. And, you know, I think the more I did it, the more videos I put out, they just, you know, became a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And, um, yeah, I don't know. There's like a certain point in college when I was like, I like, this is like what I want to do. Like something with video, something with, uh, you know, film, putting together stories and sharing stories. That's just like, I was just so grabbed by it. Um, and so, you know, by the time it was like senior year, I was like, so ready to get out. I was like, can I just do this full time already? (laughs) Like I need, and then COVID happened (laughs) last year, graduated college and COVID happened. And it was kind of like the perfect storm. Um, because I was able, you know, obviously there's a lot of downsides to the COVID thing, but I was able to, to really focus in and I was, I was home a lot. I was with my family and I was really kind of eliminated distractions for me 
to really focus in on um, growing the brand and like really fine tuning my craft and uh, really kind of just putting my head into the computer and trying to figure this this whole YouTube thing out and figure out this this filmmaking thing out. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we've almost tripled in like a year in terms of uh, subscribers and everything. So it's been it's been pretty fun That's year awesome. to. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. what a what a better year to be outside and fishing, you know? Totally, and like, totally. Yeah. It I mean, was yeah, it was great. <clears throat> I mean, coming from us, like, you know, we I think we fished more than last year than we ever had before. Really, I mean, we didn't yeah. travel as much, but we well, I guess we traveled in our province a lot. So I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, it was weird, man. Cool. I. I, I traveled more last year than I've ever traveled in my life. <laughs> it happened to be 2020. <laughs> it's just, you know, but most of the time we were going to, you know, going fishing. Like we were like going out on a stream with like, there's like nobody out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I think, I think it definitely stressed the importance to, to all of us, just like how important it is to make sure you're making time for out being outside and fishing, especially, and just like mm-hmm. being around good friends and like, Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so it's so vital this day and age. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, hundred percent. So okay, going back for a second because that kind of covers like that. That's like quite the history to cover right there. Yeah, yeah, you know? I just kept going. I was just <laughs> rambling. No, no, it's good. It's it. good. It's good. It's a whole picture there. I love it. But kind I think, um, but yeah, <laughs> I think the the things I'm wondering right now are firstly, what was it about fly fishing that kind of got you excited when you started? Like, why did what hooked you, as they say? Yeah, I think. I think just going down to like, I, I love challenges. I love like being challenged. And I think there's maybe something about the spin fishing in North Carolina, like Charlotte. A lot of it was just like fishing in a pond and you just put on like the plastic worm or your mm-hmm. bait or whatever. And you throw it out there into the pond and you just reel it back in. And there was like this like challenge aspect to fly fishing that was um, really attractive for me. Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of just gravitated towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think more than that just like the whole experience of it. And I think I was very fortunate to be, to kind of get into it with my cousins who are all like, I would consider like my best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're, they still live in Charlotte. We're still very close to this day. And so like the shared experience, I think from an early age was something that, um, was kind of highlighted and is, is, you know, the more I've done it, the more amazing people, um, I've met throughout Mm -hmm. the years. Like it's incredible. Some of my best friends I've met through fly fishing, Mm-hmm. So I think there was something about, I, I think also it kind of felt like it was almost this like exclusivity type of thing. Like it, it did, I didn't think that like there weren't that many people doing it at the time. Mm-hmm. Like none of my friends were fly fishing and I don't know, it was kind of like our own thing that we right. had. Um, but yeah, just being, being able to be on a river, especially North Carolina. And it's just like, you hear, hear the water going down and like, you're just in such a, a beautiful place. And then like seeing videos of Montana, we just like would fantasize or fantasize about Montana um, Mm -hmm. when we were younger. Didn't get to go until just about like two or three years ago. But man, it was uh, it was cool to go to to get out west finally. Yeah, Yeah, I bet. So when you got into the filmmaking side of it, were there some films that stuck out that excited you or was it sort of just like you just started filming and that process took you away? Was there an inspiration to the whole thing when you started? Yeah, I think um, it's kind of funny. I I know uh, back in, I think kind of some of the first films I got into were like uh, the Montana Wild films. Like, do you remember Montana Wild at all? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not really a huge, you know, 
they kind of got into a little bit of trouble uh, a couple years ago. But when when I was first getting into it, seeing like just average dudes, right, just going out, and uh, there was nothing flashy about it. There was nothing like we we're you know these big guys that like know everything. It was just like these dudes going out, yeah, and uh, making like pretty solid videos, like really good videos at the time. Yeah, and I think that kind of struck a chord in me. I was like, damn, like we could do that. Like I could right. do that. You know. Right. Um, it's like my cousins and I, like we're like the same kind of deal. Like we're just, you know, yeah. we're out here just going fishing and, um, yeah. why not share that? So I think they I watched their videos and then, um, for on, on YouTube side of things, another one that really was a huge influence was, uh, Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but he's from like, uh, New York city, nothing to do with fly fishing, but he, uh, he used to daily vlog. Like when I was in high school, he would do okay. vlogs oh, okay. every single day wow. and he kind of like, I'd say he's kind of like, I don't know. He, he's like a huge part of the YouTube becoming, you know, so big. And I think a lot of, a lot of creators drawing influence from him Mm -hmm. because again, he was just this, this guy who's living in New York Mm -hmm. filming videos every single day of his, his day to day deal. And uh, he made, he made the most mundane things interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was just, again, like an average dude. And so I think seeing him and they weren't like, all the videos weren't like super, super high quality cinematic. You know, there was a lot of like rough cuts and like funny moments. And it's just like, it's, and he was getting, he was blowing up. And, uh, and so I think that was really cool to see that it's like, you Mm -hmm. don't need like every video doesn't need to be like this crazy. Yeah. Polished cinematic masterpiece. Like Mm -hmm. people really relate and I think connect to, um, a story more so that's well, well told. Um, and that can include all the, like with fly fishing, like you guys know is, you know, it's not perfect. Like there's, there's moments when you get hooked in the tree or like your buddy's talking shit to you or like there's stuff like that that happens that like, uh, you know, maybe wouldn't fit into like a cinematic film, but mm. like that's stuff that just happens on the water. And so like, why not share that? Like, why do you need yeah. to cut those, those pieces out? Yeah. There's so I'd say those, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was saying there's an authenticity to that um, to that look, which um, yeah, yeah, which that's that's one of the other reasons why people can connect to it. Mm-hmm. Like, totally, is this real? these guys catching so many fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I think sometimes people will comment like, "How do you guys like get so good?" I'm like, "Dude, we're not that good. Like, we've <laughs> like there are people that are way better than us at this. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> we you know we do our best, but you know that's, we're learning. We're that's every a good day's compliment. learning. Yeah, you're constantly yeah. learning, right? And yeah. The YouTube. Mo- Do you know Good Mythical Morning? Do you watch that show? That YouTube channel, Good Mythical Morning. What's it called? It's called Good Mythical Morning. Good Mythical Morning. I don't. Because you're talking about Casey. I know you're talking about the YouTube thing. I mean, those two guys are from North Carolina, and they've made you know a huge living on YouTube. And it's kind of uh, this idea that you know, uh, YouTube's becoming a. It's becoming like a like a. It's like a network. You know, it's like a, a genuine mm-hmm. network for for content. So oh, are you, sure. is Wildfly then like really all about? Uh, or is your move right now YouTube and just going hard on YouTube? Yeah, that's, that's been my main focus for the last like three years. Yeah. Um, I know I was on Vimeo or like, you know, in the early days, cause everyone's like, Oh, you got to put them on Vimeo. Like all the fly fishing, like films were on Vimeo, mm-hmm. but man, just like seeing like what people were doing outside of, cause fly fishing YouTube is not like, there's no one that's like done it. Like it's, there's no like roadmap to be like, here's how to do totally. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've, I've drawn a lot of like what I've learned about YouTube and just inspiration from like creators outside of the fly fishing uh, space. Yeah, that's smart. Um, 
and the industry is just like the other industries, you know, are just much more ahead. And so seeing, you know, seeing what YouTube has done, um, for so many creators and for how companies are integrating with YouTube. Um, I think seeing that, Mm -hmm. um, and being like, okay, I think fly fishing is like the next frontier. Like it's the next one that's going to just like blow up. Like we've already seen like the Guggen squad and like what people have done in the fishing space, like just the conventional side. Mm -hmm. And I think people are now getting a little fly curious. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. you see these guys like John B. Yeah. Some of these bigger YouTubers who are like dabbling now in fly fishing a little bit and uh, people love it because there's like, there's a, you know, it's growing. It's a huge, uh, it's growing at just a crazy, crazy pace right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you ever find it stress or, um, what's the best way to word this question, but do you ever find it, sorry, just coming from my end, like, cause uh, you know, us churning out social media content and whatever, do you ever find it stressful or what's the stressful part about constantly creating content? Like, do you find that there's a pressure there or like something that's always in the back of your head? Like, oh, I haven't posted today or, or in a week or a month or, you know, uh, do you, because fi- I find it challenging, I guess. Is, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. like asking for myself, like, do you find it, uh, yeah. you know, do you find a, a certain pressure with constantly having to keep up? Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a challenge for sure. And I think it's like, it's taken a lot of years Not it's still not there, but like, just trying to find a balance of like, you know, what's posting like too much? Like, why am I posting? I think that's a good question to ask. I think I've, you know, I think for a while there, I was just like posting a picture. It's like, Oh my God, I haven't posted in a while. I need to post something. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's more like I'm trying to like, when I post, I want to be more, um, what would you say? Like, I, I want it to be like intentional. Like there's, there's, there's something behind what I'm posting about. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe it's, we just released a new video or I want to promote a video that's going to come out. Or maybe there's, we just dropped like new merch or new apparel. Like, and, uh, if there's like something that I, I feel like I want to say as well, like that I think maybe is, um, you know, just something I want to say like, uh, to to our audience. Um, I think that's when, uh, that's when it, you know, kind of puts stuff out, but on the YouTube side, yeah, it's, it's a grind, man. And I think I, I know like the recipe for, for success that people have done. And like, it's, you know, it calls for consistency. And so, uh, you know, just this, the last couple months I've been, I've been really pushing trying to do every other week and even every week if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's kind of one of those things like you just got to put your head down and like grind out, uh, the videos, mm-hmm. but then it's like, there's also the side where it's like, if you post too much, you know, you're degrading the quality. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a balance that, you know, I'm constantly trying to, to figure out, but I, I'm kind of under the philosophy of like, you know, you, uh, a perfect book, or let's say like a good book that's released is better than a perfect book that's never written. Um, and so that's been a philosophy I've adapted cause I just, in innately am like a perfectionist like even with that like bio i sent you it just i spent way too much time like on it <laughs> um so i think the getting to the point where it's like what's your what's your there's a certain point when you just have to be like okay this is this is good like this is finished right like i, I like maybe it's not perfect maybe there's things here and there mm-hmm. but the more that you can i say finish projects the more you can f- like complete a project and get through it even if it's not the perfect piece like you feel good about it, but it's not perfect. The more that you can do that, I feel like the more that you'll progress as like, uh, this is really with anything, but especially like for a video, you know, you put it out there and then you're like, all right, back to, uh, you know, square one on the next video. How can I like improve this time? Mm -hmm. 
And so like looking at it like video to video and really trying to, to stay consistent. Um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. And I, I think people say like your audience, like your YouTube audience, uh, it almost feels like your boss sometimes because it's yeah. like mm. they've subscribed. They're relying on you to, to put videos out. And, uh, I don't, so to say have a boss cause I work for myself, but they almost are like my boss. Cause they're, you know, if I don't put videos out, then nobody's, you know, there's yeah. nothing for people to watch. Totally. Right? Do, and they tell you if you the f- content's good or not. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, want, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you, I don't <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that no brings taken. up a good point. Like, do you, uh, you know, do you ever feel pressured by your audience to make a certain type of video or do you find that you're still making the videos you want to make? Yeah, no, that's a good question, man. Um, I think it's, it's definitely, definitely a, like a mix of both because mm. I will see, you know, I try not to get too into the comments cause I think even just reading good comments is like, it's very nice, but it like at the end of the day, it's not providing you that much value. Um, mm-hmm. because I don't know. So I try to, I try to take each comment with a grain of salt. Um, you know, sometimes someone will say something like, Oh, you should, uh, you know, you should show some more like raw moments in there. Like I've gotten that before. And like, you know, figuring out the things that like, oh, you know what, you're, you're right. Like that would maybe make like, you know, it maybe add to the story a little bit better or maybe like make the videos a little bit better. So I think, I think it's, it's nice to have an audience now that like, um, is very mm-hmm. engaged mm-hmm. and, uh, they definitely, they definitely let me know like what they think. And I, I appreciate every comment that we get. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, there is a certain point though, when it's like, you got to just make like what you want to make. Yes. And I think it's healthy to step away from the comments because it's very easy to like get get sucked in and like look into like what people are saying about your videos and this and that. Um, but if you can step back and kind of like just focus in on the the project at hand, um, then you can you can kind of tell the story you're trying to tell. And I think it comes across maybe more um, more authentically that way. I guess that word that word is so overused nowadays. Yeah, but. totally. Yeah. <laughs> Totally, man. It's yeah. pretty cool, eh? Like how uh, accessible content creation has become. It's like you can be a small business owner now, and that means you, uh, you know, you run like an entertainment channel. It's crazy. It's awesome, right? I love yeah. that. Yeah, I, the one of my favorite parts about YouTube, man. It's like it's like taking a taking power away from the elites and like yeah. the corporations. You know, it's yeah. really giving it's giving the creator mm-hmm. um, a lot of opportunity. Right. And so you're seeing uh, so many people nowadays leaving news networks, leaving mm. big shows and like pursuing their own path on YouTube. Yeah. Um, because it's like, you know, we don't need like a TV station to, yeah, you know, totally. we, YouTube allows you to connect with Broadcast. so many people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV in like years. Like Agreed. actual, like turn it on the television. I just watch YouTube or yep. the occasional Netflix show. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. But yeah, I haven't watched. T- I mean, first time watching TV was at uh, my dad's house for Father's Day because he he's the only he's the only one that I know that has television. <laughs> like, yeah, Rogers Cable is what we call it up here. And uh, even then, we just watched the soccer games. That's it. We didn't turn on mm-hmm. like what's on these days. Family Matters is that what's on these days? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't believe some of these. These like, that was my attempt at humor, Scotty. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I can't believe some of these like shows are still on, man. Like I, I, I don't know yeah. what the viewership is, but mm-hmm. that's also a very biased perspective. I'm like a Gen Z or whatever. Like, 
younger no, generation. No, no, no. I think you're. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. Yeah. I think YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's cool. I mean, that's why I brought up that YouTube channel earlier, and I know you were talking about a different one too outside of fly fishing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's the, it's, it's just like a network. It's just, it's so cool that to your point, it's given the power to the people to just you Great. can make something. It's like here, go make something, and if you work hard enough at it, and you figure stuff out. You could be hugely su- successful at it, right? So I, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's super smart that you're doing that with fly fishing, and I think it's really cool. Um, and and you make some some great content, and you've taken some great trips. Um, maybe you. that's just a little bit of a segue into, you know, like what what has been one of your favorite projects that you've worked on with Wildfly so far? Yeah, gosh, man, tough to to pinpoint a certain yeah. one, but you know, I th- I think. Uh, probably looking back like we did a we actually did a canada trip um i don't know if you guys saw called uh northern natives so it was like a it was a three-part series that we did and this was the first time that i met um two guys that uh, i work with now and who are in the videos frequently some of my best buddies Mm -hmm. um adam and steve and so they connected like my buddy bryant connected me with them and they uh were looking to do some video work Mm. and we, uh, they, they got in touch with me and they're like, Hey, like, we'll like buy your plane ticket and you can come out and like, we'll do this, like this video. Like they, there was so, there's not really a plan. They just wanted to go bull trout fish, um, up in BC. Yeah. And I was like that, like that. Yeah. Like that sounds epic. I've never been out of the country. Like this will be great. Mm-hmm. Um, flew into Bozeman, met the guys and we, uh, we got to know each other on the, the eight or nine hour drive up, mm-hmm. uh, to BC and um, I it, it was it was such a like we you know how it is when you meet other anglers and uh, there's something about it that you just click like you just click with them right away because yeah. you've got like this common thing that you are um, totally all yeah. super into and so for them it was it was like that like we just clicked right away and they were super fun guys easygoing and like not the traditional like super serious kind of um, purist type of fly fishing, uh, fly fisherman, which I had, I had kind of been around when I was getting into it with certain yeah, people. Yeah. Um, but I think they just made it like, it was like refreshing. It was like, Oh my gosh, these guys are so much fun. Like they're not taking it that serious. Like they're, they're, you know, we fish hard, like we go and we fish hard, but they weren't like, this is the end of the world kind of thing. Yeah. And totally. so <laughs> that trip, just seeing like an, like a completely new landscape. I had, the only time I had been out West before that was two weeks prior. I had gone to Montana yeah. uh, with my cousins. And so like, I really hadn't seen out West in person. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, BC is unreal in the mountains there. And so, um, we got to fish all up, uh, up in there and we were fishing for bull trout and I ended yeah. up catching like a 34 inch bull trout. And, what? uh, it was like, it was like mind blowing, dude. That's I was huge. so ruined oh. after that. <laughs> it's, it's probably the most memorable fish to date. Yeah. Um, that's a massive bull that, trout. Oh my gosh, dude. Like that whole day we just, for whatever reason that day it was just on, you know, yeah. like every run we'd come into every tail out on the swing, boom, yeah. they were there. And so awesome. that, it was just such an epic trip and like it was such a cool like it was reassuring too because it was like a diy trip you know like mm-hmm. we, we we didn't go with the guide and like you know we were kind of like trying to figure it out as we went along and by like day three or four we finally had that like banger day mm-hmm. um like kind of all the pieces aligned and it was just uh i don't know it was it was one of those it was like the perfect story and so it made for a good story when i was putting the video together or the yeah. videos together 
So that's that's definitely one that that comes to mind. And then we've recently done our our series, the Short Bus Diaries. We bought yeah. an old Rinky Dink bus that uh, we've been converting into like a fishing mobile. So that's that's awesome. been a ton of fun too. Yeah, how yeah. cool is that? You know, like uh, what? So how'd you guys think of, think of that? Buy a bus and and let's go fish out of it. Yeah, it's funny. We have a group message, and we were, you know, we'll just shoot the shit in there and mm-hmm. talk about fishing and stuff. And Brian, I think, brought it up one time. He's like, "Yo, we should like buy an old school bus and just yeah. like a little short bus and call it the Short Bus Diaries." And we we're just like, "Oh, that's funny." And then we're like, "Wait, that's kind of that's kind of a cool idea. Like, we should do that. We should get a bus." Yeah. And we end up doing it. Like a month later, um, Adam was just like, "Guys, I found the bus." Like we're doing this and we're like, Oh shit, this is happening. And this is like, this is like last May, like when COVID that's was awesome. happening. And yeah, that's um, cool. yeah. So we bought the bus and thing kind of drove decent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got us to from point A to point B. So, I mean, so yeah. That, yeah. Your, your process. So would, would it be mostly that you'd come up with the idea and the storyline before you'd shoot? Or do you find like that pivots a little bit when you get into the editing phase? Yeah, it definitely pivots. Um, you know, you can only plan so much for a fishing trip. Right, and that's yeah. that's the tricky part about like what we do with making fishing films. You know, you're you're relying on this fish to to eat mm-hmm. like a fly, right? And it's not like you can't like set that up. Um, so usually, like, there's a concept that we'll come up with. Like the concept with the bus is like we want we want this like old bus that we want to like build out to make it into like a uh, usable like fishing mobile that we can take on trips. Yeah. Um, and so that was like the, the initial concept. And so I think um, from there, you know, there's different concepts. Like we did, uh, um, we did a, a giveaway in that video and we had a couple other things that were like things that we wanted to tie into the, the series as it went along to like engage the audience. Um, yeah. But besides that, it's like, uh, there's really not a whole lot of planning of like the story that yeah. goes into it. Um, but once, once I get into the editing room, that's when, you know, the story kind of comes together. You can, yeah. you know, once I cut all my clips and I can like kind of rewatch it and be like, okay, how do I want to arrange this mm-hmm. into the story form that, um, it'll end up being. Right. And that's, you know, it's the heart, sometimes the hardest part, but like definitely the most rewarding and you just got to sit there sometimes and really just like sit on videos and like watch it back take notes like just really kind of let the let the story come together yeah but when it does man it's it you get in that flow state man you're editing yeah. it's like can't beat it yeah. that's fun yeah it's pretty fun yeah, it becomes pretty fun damn i enjoy it i know i know mitchy does yeah. Too. yeah 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 oh, it's a blast it's a blast yeah, you until know. your uh, computer crashes, it's blast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no Good doubt point. about that. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. Knock on wood. <laughs> so yeah, the short seriously. bus diaries has taken you some pretty, pretty amazing places. What are some of the places you've gone with that little, little bus? So we did uh, an Idaho yep. salmon fly trip last year. That was like our. It was kind of like our test, like our say pilot episode. Yeah, it was just like one film. We kind of wanted to, you know, test the proof of concept. Yeah. And make sure the bus could, could work. Yeah. And then we ended up going to do like a two week Montana road trip the yeah. later last summer. So that was, um, that was so much fun, man. Pretty like awesome. We, you know, we were out in the woods. One place we went to was like 50 miles out and we like out from like a road. And so we were, we were out there with no service and just like beautiful landscape. Crazy. Um, 
yeah, it's been pretty sweet, man. We're we're going to Colorado this summer. Oh, nice. I'm pretty pumped mm. about. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of lot of spots we want to hit there and yeah, you know, yeah. we're we're really excited for that. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. Did you get any pointers from uh, the Tight Loops guys? I saw that they were on your podcast recently. Yeah, yeah, we've talked a little bit about like some Montana stuff. I don't know how much they've done in um in Colorado, but more about that van, yeah, no they, more about the van life kind of thing. I think I, I was getting. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're road no, they, warriors, they, <laughs> dude. They're killing it, man. Yeah, um, yeah. They they've spent like a year and a half living out of that thing. I know, time, so they, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, crazy man. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. it was cool to just talk with them too, like fellow creators, mm-hmm. um, fellow yeah. anglers. Again, mm-hmm. one of those things like they're just the sweetest people. Like we clicked right away, just mm-hmm. like you know you see things the same and like you you kind of can speak the, the same language in a way with um with filmmaking and, and fly fishing yeah. but yeah they uh yeah they i don't know how their thing's still running man they they do a lot of work to it and oh, I uh, bet. What, are they, what is it bullwinkle they call it yeah their van? Bullwinkle. <laughs> that's so that's awesome. awesome yeah dude it's it's so sick like i got to see the inside and everything and like nice. it's so small but like f- it feels so homey like it feels so cozy you know like i'd be right I'd be okay, like, out west in the summer, like, living out of that thing. Right. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It'd be fun. But, yeah, they gave, they gave us some pointers. How not to have your vehicle blow up. Yeah. <laughs> we always talked about a SoFly. We, we, we were in northern Ontario once, and we saw a limo for sale, and we were like, do we buy a yeah. limo and turn it into the slow fly mobile somehow? Dude. You would never you have to break down your rod, ever. Ever. You just have you, you could have a podcasting t- studio exactly. Yeah, you man, could have yeah, a, man, a, bank, exactly. a hard a hard a hard drive bank in the middle, along with a bar, of yeah. course, yeah. and rod tubes on the side that would you know you'd you never have to break down your spay rod. <laughs> no, Dude, take that thing spay so fishing sick. to BC. Can you imagine <laughs> driving a limo to BC and then just go swing like <laughs> for stealing? <laughs> Get some big old tires and a little lift on that. Yeah, thing. exactly. Totally. Yeah, tires. exactly. You got totally. it. You got it. Everyone, we roll up. Everyone's go. like, what? "Who are these assholes?" Mitch, you got a cat. <laughs> I know Ricky's. Ricky's walking all over my computer. Come on, Ricky, get out of here. Oh, yeah, it. a limo, man. I think that'd be. Uh, that'd be. I think that's the move. Dude, Maybe I hope to uh, see it. Yeah, yeah, the SoFly we'll, limo too, baby. We'll collab with Short Bus and we'll, we'll Short we'll Bus do limo weird, and Bullwinkle hit the road. Some weird yes. vehicular fly Unstoppable. fishing. Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> In a weird Love Mad it. Max kind of fly fly fishing film. <laughs> totally. Um, okay, cool. So any, so we, you recently did, a, did something in the Ozarks and I just wanted to, I know I talked about, wanted to talk about that a little bit cause the Ozarks is such an interesting region. So what was the, what was the Ozark, uh, trip? Uh, maybe just kind of fill everybody in at home about that one. Yeah. So we, we actually recently started working with Sims and so they're going to be like one of our big sponsors for the upcoming short bus diaries trip. Yeah. And, uh, one of the nice. guys reached out to us and you know, he was like, Hey, we've got this, you know, this photo shoot that we, we need like a couple guys for like three guys, like, you know, do you know anybody? And I was like, yeah. And I, I can bring Adam and, uh, and Bryant, like cause Steve, Steve had to work unfortunately, but, yeah. um, so we, you know, we got the boys together. We flew down to Alabama and then, uh, cause we were, we were going to fly into the Ozarks, but there's there, the closest airport's like two hours away mm. from where we were. Yeah. And so we, we opted to, and also it's going to be a trouble trying to find like, uh, a rental car and trying to find a rental boat because we wanted to float while we were there. Right. And so we, Al, Adam and Steve are, or Adam, Steve and Brian are all from Huntsville, Alabama. So we just flew in there and they, they've got a boat there. And so we just like, it's like a seven hour road trip. We're like, that's not bad. Like, yeah. So we just flew there, drove up to uh, Missouri 
Yeah. And, um, yeah, we got to spend a, a couple of days there with, uh, you know, being models, I guess, yeah. <laughs> in the Sims shoot. <laughs> That's um, cool. it, dude, it was, it was honestly like, I, we were all kind of like, eh, like the Ozarks, like whatever. Totally. Like, we'll just go for this photo shoot and like, oh, there's some small mouth. We'll check it out. Yeah. But I was like really impressed, man. Like when we got into it and like into the hills and the mountains, I was like, this is epic. Yeah. Like it was, it was beautiful. And we didn't even see like barely any of it. Like we just, right. we just saw mm-hmm. the, um, like Southern Missouri part of it, the mm-hmm. North Fork of the White, I believe, or mm-hmm. that might be, I don't, I don't know. It's an, it was called the North Fork. Okay. And it was a, probably one of the prettiest fisheries that I've fished. Like you've got that aqua blue, like teal water. Oh, cool. Um, those beautiful, like, you know, when the, when the, when there's a drop, like it's like that really dark tint of, of blue Yeah. and, uh, these beautiful bluffs and everything. But in like, we were, it was like one of the prettiest fisheries, but like apparently after talking to locals and talking to people, um, they had a really bad flood a couple years ago that kind of like, it was like mm. really bad. Like houses got washed down, mm. um, which kind of messed up the river. And then they also had a dam downstream that was taken out that kind of allowed the stripers to move up. And cool. so the stripers kind of cool, but then they also hurt the trout population. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. That's not so cool. So I would have loved to fish for stripers. That would have been cool. Be crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. But there was like the fishing was just not on where yeah. we were. Got a few smallmouth. Uh, cut a pretty nice rainbow, hmm. um, it, but it really impressed me, man. Like for for Missouri, cool. Because I'd only I'd only really been through like St. Louis, yeah. And so I hadn't seen any of that, right? Yeah. Um, but man, we our plan was like we were gonna go down and and fish uh, like the Buffalo or like Crooked Creek, like one of those smallmouth streams down in mm-hmm. um, in Arkansas. But it it just this like monsoon came in and we just kind of got rained out. So yeah. we just had to bebop back to uh, Tennessee, Alabama, yeah. um, and just catch some smallies there, which was yeah. still fun. That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool, well, we'll man. We'll be back. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's somewhere somewhere to go back to. I mean, I, I remember years ago watching uh, Anthony Bourdain did a, an episode on the Ozarks, and he went he went mm-hmm. to the Ozarks, and I was like, that looks like such an interesting place. It's like kind of, he, you know, the way the show depicts, it's a pretty tough place, you know, Uh mm-hmm. There's there it, it actually in a lot of ways kind of reminds me of uh, you know I mean kind of just the, the north of Ontario where it's just kind of I guess any rural rural place has just got this like kind of toughness to it you know mm. um, but it'd be mm. an interesting place to fish for that reason and smallmouth of course yeah like kind mm. of interesting different fishery you know yeah and like we dude we wanted to fish the white too which mm-hmm. <clears throat> the white's like famous down there yeah. and like especially night fishing it I know people that will night fish it yeah and. Uh, catch just absolute monsters it's like it's insane um so we didn't you know unfortunately didn't get to do any of that but we 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 after seeing it we kind of was a reassuring like shoot we need to like actually plan a trip here not just like oh like you guys should come to the ozarks and it's like oh whatever (laughs) uh seeing it we're like yeah we need to come back (laughs) yeah yeah. first first time i i know first time i caught a cutthroat was in arkansas the white (laughs) yeah and the north, and the north isn't that so bizarre? Yeah, that oh. they have cutthroat. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty bizarre. I wasn't. I wasn't really expecting that. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's my first fish of the trip. <laughs> I was like, a cutty. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, in Arkansas. You said you're, were you on the north, the Norfolk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I was at the confluence of the White and the nor- Norfolk, and I fished the White nice. once, but I only had I only had one day on a boat, and the rest was walking, waiting. So because the White is like. 
It's pretty huge. It's pretty wide, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah. It's, oh, it's oh my gosh. Yeah. It's massive. It's yeah. massive, and I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Show up but, there with um, a rod and to wade. And like, a former. Uh, here's my five weight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, I kind of knew what. I kind of knew because um, actually, funny enough, our the guy who owns the fly shop in Toronto here uh, at the time, anyway, the guy who owned the fly shop down there, they went to guide school together. So that's how that kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took me out, and it was pretty f- like, yeah, you're right. It's just like the the Browns are just crazy. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy. Did you guys do any streamer fishing or were you all bug fishing? Oh, it was all it was all streamer fishing. Yeah, like for yeah. the Browns on the white anyway. And then when I was on the Norfolk, it was it was uh, it was yeah, just nymphs and dries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you guys do much fishing in the states? Like, do y'all make it down to the states? Like, are you- uh, let's do it. Yeah, I haven't been fishing yet. Yeah, man. Yeah, we go down. We We go down. We, we you know, COVID last year, we hadn't really fished, but Aldo did a big trip through the States uh, in like 2018. Mm -hmm. That that was the first foray into it, Aldo, for you? Pretty much. I mean, well, aside from like, so uh, Mitch and I both grew up in Ottawa, like nation's capital, and there's not really, there aren't, there aren't trout, not really, there aren't trout streams around there. No. But really close, like about, just about an hour away, we can get to Malone in upstate New York. And and even a little bit further, Lake Placid and like the Sable, that's where I learned how to trout fish. Actually, was yeah. was yeah, was too. in and around Malone. Like, I would go there almost. Fuck, man, I'd always go there every weekend. To be honest, mm-hmm. oh, and man. so and so uh, like when I was in my teens, and then yeah, I love fishing in the states, man. We went down to Texas for the first time a couple of years ago to um, do redfish, and slowly yeah. m- been in Montana a couple of times. Just you know. Florida, I love Indiana. Went out to Indiana. Went out to Indiana. You know, actually, you know what? Maybe we do go to the states. (laughs) We're kind of off. Yeah, Yeah, quite a bit. (laughs) Which state haven't we fished in? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) But never, never to um, North Carolina. um, You know, and uh, North Carolina is sneaky, man. No, no, for sure. I think y'all would like it. Well, we had um, Chris Barkley on um, Barkley Fly Rods, and and you know. He was going on about you know all, all that. A good friend of ours who lives in Ennis, Montana, is moving to Tennessee as well um, with his family, and he's going to start guiding there. I think. Um, uh, yeah, there's just so much to explore. So much to yeah. explore. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Every day I'm like, shoot! Like I thought I had this place figured mm-hmm. out. I thought I knew like, and I don't know a quarter of the yeah. state. It's <laughs> it's crazy, man. Oh, uh, there's yeah. just so many beautiful places. It's such it's such a I mean, it's beautiful in Canada, of course, but you know, there is a mm-hmm. there is a variety of uh, geography that you, you know the the U.S. has that Canada doesn't. In like, the U.S., you, yeah. you can go to the tropics basically in Florida, and then you get the right. middle of the desert and catch trout. Like when I was in Arizona, mm-hmm. like that blew my mind. <laughs> I was at least oh yeah, like going through the desert. Yeah, I was at least <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was at Lee's Ferry catching rainbows in emerald green water, like surrounded by you know Mars, like a uh, uh, landscape that looked like Mars. <laughs> you know, Dude, that's it's pretty great. It's pretty oh crazy. Gosh, I need to do that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Do you got any uh, like trips? Like you got some trips coming up. You're doing Colorado. What's the What's the first trip coming up in in the U S. Where are you going? Yeah. So we're working on like a Utah trip. Nice. Um, it's gonna be yeah. We're working with like Polaris and hopefully oh, cool. be putting yeah. We're hopefully gonna get some Polarises and like kind of get out on. Uh, we're still kind of playing where we're gonna go, but um, explore kind of some of the cutthroat streams in. Um, like the Utah fun. mountains outside <laughs> yeah. of, yeah, outside of Salt Lake. So yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited, man. Cause Adam lives there and he like, he just like, hasn't done that much fishing in Utah. He just always goes up to like Montana, Idaho, mm. goes over to Wyoming. Um, 
and he's so stubborn about not fishing in Utah because he loves his boat. He loves being in the boat. <laughs> yeah. And so convinced him to do some wading, which I think will be really cool. And especially kind of, yeah. you know, being able to carry all our gear out um, on the, the ATVs. Yeah. But that yeah, we've got true. that planned and then the Colorado trip, which would be yeah. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, that's so dope, I'm, man. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. That's nice. dope. Utah, so like in side by sides kind of thing, eh? Just like ripping around, chasing trout. That's awesome. <laughs> Sounds so, like yeah. so much fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Because, totally. like, you know, the hike would be pretty brutal having to yes. hike in at however many miles we're going to go. And plus, we'll yeah. be able to carry all our gear. Totally. Um, so that that should be pretty fun, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But like Colorado's, yeah, we're, we're pumped, man, for Colorado. Like, there's, yeah. there's just so much diversity to the state of like, different places you can fish i mean you can fish in like the canyon like the gunnison you go up to an alpine lake um you know they've got they've kind of got it all they've got tailwaters they've got you know small stream stuff so should be that should be pretty fun yeah yeah that's wicked oh that's great and you know what covid is kind of like you know things are looking hopeful so it's it's what a fantastic uh you know time it is right now we can all start looking forward to some fishing trips and hanging out with people and all the all the other stuff uh, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to get back down to the U S man. It's going to be good. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Y'all got to hit me up, man. If y'all make it, uh, mm-hmm. if you guys yeah. want a tour guide for North Carolina or if y'all are making yeah. it somewhere near here, I'd love to love to show you guys around. Oh yeah, man. That'd be crazy. Totally I'd love that. Do that, man. I'd love that. Yeah, no doubt. I'd love that. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to ask Scotty Mitchie's fishies five. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Gills Fly Fishing International. Gills Fly Fishing International provides the destination fly fishermen with the best personalized trip planning and booking experiences possible. And they run FFI Magazine, an online fly fishing magazine with articles from your favorite fly fishing writers. The magazine is filled with tips, trips, and tight line stories to get you jacked for your next adventure out on the water. Visit flyfishinginternational.com to learn more. That's flyfishinginternational.com. Um, okay. So first, before we part ways, we got one more segment in the show, Scotty, that we do every single episode with every single guest. It's called Mitchie's Fishies five. It's just five more questions that are kind of about fishing and my name's Mitch. So that's why it's called Mitch's yeah. Fishies five. Eh? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> Super creative. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah, we man. do over here. Jeez. That's what we do um, over here. <laughs> Pulitzer stuff. Yeah, man. Okay. Did one of you guys start Tesla? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was Mitch. Definitely Ilma. That was definitely that was Ilma. <laughs> All right. So the first Mitchie's Fishies Five. Uh, and if you had to pick, it's kind of the, those types of questions. But what is your favorite fish and why? If you had to pick a favorite fish to chase Ooh. or just a fish that you just like for some reason, what what would it be? Gosh, man. That's so tough. I feel like that sometimes that question could depend on the type of fishing I'm doing at, at that time. Because, mm. like, if yeah. you ask me, like – three weeks ago, I'd be like smallmouth, But like, if I go on a red fishing trip, I'll say redfish. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I think I'd have to go with a bull trout. Like nice. catching bull trout up in Canada was like one of the coolest things. Yeah. Um, and, and we caught, we, we caught some cutthroat that like, you know, we'd, we'd be like pulling the cutthroat up towards the boat and the bull trout would just come out of nowhere. Just, like a 30, oh, 40 man. inch bull trout. And you're just like, Oh no, shit. We, we gotta, we gotta do <laughs> That's a freaking shark. That's awesome. <laughs> gotta do hey, a great answer. answer. We gotta do yeah. a bull trout. Dude. Yeah. They're they're, Dude. Yeah. Get over there to BC or, I mean, they're yeah. the whole, I guess the whole Western Canadian region. It's yeah. I'm sure like Alberta too. I've, I've heard has really good. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Fern, Fernie. Fernie is 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find the Miss yeah. Ernie too. Yeah. The elk. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah the exactly. elk. Yeah. 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 So many good spots. No, I, I think that's a great answer. I love. I love that bull trap, man. That's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Totally, man. Um, okay, number two is if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Assuming it's the best time of year to go there, like the fishing will be dynamite. Mm. It'll be on. Anywhere in the world, too, not just the U.S. Yeah, no, I know, man. It's, that's what's so hard. It's a tough one. I mean, I feel like the the basic answer would be like the like going to the Seychelles yeah to, hey. to fisher gt just because like i think you know it's like it's i feel like that's a one of the bucket list fisher most anglers <clears throat> totally. and being like that far removed from people but in yeah. the ocean would be a pretty crazy feeling um i don't know it's the ocean's a little terrifying but i think like the sight fishing aspect of it plus you mix like like the power of like a gt together in that just absurdly remote location like that would be uh mm-hmm. that'd be it that'd be probably it so that or like just a money day on like the mo in craig with their when they're just like or like the henry's fork like mm. the ranch section if you can just get like a perfect day of fish rising and you're just sight fishing to like 20 plus inch rainbows and browns like that to me is like the most like at least freshwater um, I feel like it's just the most like pure way. I, I hate to use that word, but like, oh, yeah. that's just like, what would, what I would uh, gravitate towards the most for freshwater. Trout it's just plain old fun. Just, like who doesn't yeah, want no. a whole day of giant trout <laughs> eating dry fun. flies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I think if that every day could be like that, then I, I, I'd take that. I mean, we had a, you know, yeah. one of my most memorable times from the spring was, you know, we were on a really, really small stream with really big fish, and Mitch, would, you know, tied into two on the on the dry, and that was just awesome. Yeah, it was oh, just so much fun. Cause like the visual part of it, man. Oh yeah, yeah, like, totally. It was one of those streams you don't get, you know, you don't wade into them or else you spook everything in the river kind of thing. And it was just right. like, it, you know, you can cast clear across it, but just watching them on the bank and yeah, man. And also the Seychelles, you know, Seychelles. Yeah. Yeah, I gave you a saltwater and a freshwater. I think that's a good way to go because you can't yeah. pick yeah. just one or the other. You know, no. they're so yeah. different. They're man. so different. Like they really are. Yeah. Like they both, per, you know, present their own challenges. And I think that that too is another thing. It's like each of them are very challenging. Like yeah. fooling a fish in, into eating a size twenty dry fly, mm-hmm. and then fighting him on five x six x probably not six x but five five x tippet <laughs> potentially. Like yeah. that's freaking hard, man. But yeah. to do it, it's like shit. That's that's yeah. it. No doubt. <clears throat> I love it. Uh, okay, number three in Mitch's Fishies Five is what is what is one of your favorite or best fishing memories? It's one of your best fishing memories. Mm. And there are probably many. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely. Um, gosh. Dude, it might even be like my first... My first trout potentially. Ooh, that was oh, a really nice. cool, cool memory. Like, yeah. I had, like I told you guys, I got into fly fishing with my cousins and uncle. And my uncle, um, you know, he just hadn't done it in a while. So he's kind of old school with like the, the gear and everything. So we just kind of were out there just figuring it out. But I ended up going on a guided trip in the Smoky Mountains. Oh, cool. Um, with this guy, John, who I'm still in touch with today. And 
you know, we, that was like, he like, it was the first introduction to like stealthy, like small stream fishing, like with dries. Yeah. Um, and I think like that whole day, not only just, I ended up catching one fish. That's all I caught in the very, very last hole. I caught one fish. Um, but that whole day, just yeah. like I had different, I had definitely like a bunch of shots at fish. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, it's like second nature to go do that kind of fishing, but like seeing that for the first time, um, and like that feeling of like, you know, sneaking up on a hole and like getting on yeah. your knees and like making a cast and reaching out that, uh, that re- I think that like really captured me yeah. and, uh, especially the small stream stuff. And the, the end of the day, it was like the perfect story, man. Like I had missed a bunch of fish all day and I was like, I had, like I said, I had been like four or five times and I hadn't, hadn't caught a trout and I was like, Jesus, like, what am I going to give this thing up already? <laughs> and, uh, the last hole of the day, he's like, man, like a, Taught you a bunch today. Like you got it. Like do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Like get up there. And uh, I snuck up on the hole like all by myself and like caught it on a little ant. And it was just like, it was just such a rewarding that's great. moment. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. In the yeah. Smoky Mountains too. I love that. In the Smoky Mountains. Oh man. Smoky. Gotta love it. Yeah. The Smoky. Yeah. Yeah. We actually wrote about the Smoky Mountains in a Factor Fishy recently. I wrote that into the one I wrote for you. Yeah. Smoky yeah, Mountains. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Um, have you okay. uh, fished in oh. Smokies? No, we haven't fished in them, uh, but I've, we've read about them. They sound they sound really cool, technical, right? Small kind of stream type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such yeah, a cool a place of, to fish, of, dude. It's yeah, it's a cool place. I don't get to go there as much as I'd like to, but yeah. definitely if you want to do some like cool backpacking in and into mm-hmm. some small streams, they uh, offers yeah. that. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so number four, Mitchie's Fishies 5, second last Fishies 5, is why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? What keeps you going back? Good question. Gosh, I feel like that's one of those that I should just be able to rattle off. No, no, it's, um, you know, I think there's maybe a bunch of reasons, but what, uh, you know, what comes to mind? I, I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like everyone go like, at least me personally, I feel like I've gone through, like, different phases of like why I do it for sure. Um, That's a good point. You know, I feel like at first I'm just like, I just want to catch a fish. Like this is, right. I just want to catch a fish. And then you catch a bunch of fish, um, you know, and I think then you start building up some confidence and you start, there's like different things you look for. And then it's like, Oh, I really like enjoy, like maybe I want to catch like wild fish. Like I want to catch yeah. a wild trout or I want to catch a fish in a dry. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I think, then I won't like really just want to spend time with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still to, to this day, probably one of the biggest ones is just like, I love spending time with like good people on the river. Like there's, mm-hmm. especially in today's world, like it, I haven't found anything that you can like put you in a place where you're like so removed from um, Instagram yeah. and social media and technology. Um, and I think it kind of keeps like a human element in you alive that is like quickly dying yeah. uh, because of the ease of everything that we have in our lives. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing is like, it really provides that, um, piece of like, almost like sanity for mm-hmm. myself. Like when it's very easy when I'm like working, grinding for like a week or at home mm-hmm. to like get all anxious and like get, you know, be on social media too much. But like it's I'm always gra- like always going back to like being mm-hmm. on the river, spending time um, with good people, and I think now even man it's it's so much about wanting to get others into it, whether it's my my family or my friends, mm-hmm. um, people who watch um, 
my videos on YouTube. I think so much of it now is like, I just, I know like the feeling fly fishing uh, gives me and I know how much it's impacted me. And so if I can provide that as much as I can back to other anglers who maybe don't have that yet or like searching for that, um, then, then I'm like that, that's like really fulfilling for me. So I think, yeah, I think now it's just like, how can I get others involved? And it's, yeah. it's funny cause I'm not a guide. Like I don't, it's like my form of making an impact on the community, right. or the fly fishing community, mm-hmm. um, without being a guide, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's like you were saying earlier, shared experience, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly, like I said, man. It's a, it's a great point. You know, I don't think we've ever really heard, like, I don't think anyone's ever said like, um, it changed like my, the reason why I fly fish changes. Cause I think that's a great point. Like I think the reason why I fly fish has changed, changes all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a good yeah. point. It's a good point. I haven't thought of that before. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think it, it'd be almost, I don't know if you're just doing it, <clears throat> like if you're just doing it for yourself and you're just going out there and like, I have to catch this fish because I have to, you know, maybe there's people like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's like you said, that shared experience is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I rarely fish alone just cause I love being with people. Not only cause it's safe a lot of times, but like, yeah, just to spend quality time with somebody and, not have uh, this phone that's blocking our communication. Totally. You know what I mean? I know it sucks. I'm sick of screens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak. I'm gonna lose it. I can't talk on screens anymore. Oh, no, I'm gonna flip all though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a long. It's funny though. It's like, like what what you guys do with your podcast and what I do. It's like, yeah, you're putting out content for people to to uh, digest mm-hmm. and watch, and you're like. But you're also at the same time you're trying to be like, no, actually, don't watch this. Go fish. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. spend yeah. less spend less time doing this. So it's like, yeah. it's it's a balance, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. The great, I mean, the great thing about podcasts is it's like we need people to fish so that we have something to talk about, you know. Because <laughs> if mm-hmm. no one was yeah. fishing, it'd be a pretty boring podcast. <laughs> what you be, did? Yeah. Just be I us yelling didn't at each other. fish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. In the pod, the podcast space is so incredible, man. Like, yeah, it's fun. The amount of like information and like perspective that people get to yeah. um, hear now, yeah, and how how accessible it is. Like, yeah, you know, people can learn. Like, I've learned almost everything I know, video wise and like YouTube wise from podcasts mm-hmm. and from YouTube. Like, I don't know. I think it's it's fun, especially this. Like, we're connecting, and yeah, it might not be in person, but maybe one day we'll we'll be able to fish together. Oh, well, yeah. um, I mean, but just the, the podcasting space is so cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's a really good point. Actually, we've you know, we've we've gone to places because of you know connecting through through this. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 And like Mitch always says, it's like, you, you can't just cold call email people like uh, some of the people we've had on the show and yourself included and be like, hey, you want to like just chat just for, talk an hour for an hour? And hour? <laughs> like, Who the hell? But like, Who but it's cool. You? It's like, well, I got this <laughs> podcast. Uh, nobody really listens to it, but uh, do you want to come on it? <laughs> and then all of Can a sudden, you're talking yeah. to John Gierak. <laughs> you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And totally. there's something about like turning the mics on too. And I feel like stuff comes up in conversation that like wouldn't otherwise come up you know and so sometimes you get to like a really uh and it takes a while i feel like to get into a conversation mm-hmm, like really mm-hmm. get into something um you know in like a world of the news where it's like two minute sound bites you just don't really get mm-hmm. you don't really get to hear people's points out mm-hmm, so yeah. like this is uh a really i don't know really really good space for yeah. for people yeah and there's so many yeah. layers to especially you know if you have like a guy you know depending on how long somebody's lived or short, like, you know, you, there's so many layers to their life or, 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 or things that you discover throughout a longer conversation that you can start 
going down a yeah a path on yeah i mean you know yeah. we've had you know we write you know questions and kind of like an idea of what we think the show's going to be like but it doesn't like you said when mm-hmm. you're editing you know sometimes you just have to pivot and it might be a good thing you know start talking about something you never thought you'd talk about you know exactly yeah that's it man yeah 100 percent yeah um okay number five mitch's vicious five is Our if you were question. a fly pattern what would you be if you were a fly what would you be what would what would the scotty fly be and it an existing pattern <laughs> if i was a fly pattern <laughs> that's a good one We've heard a lot of a lot um, of things. We've all the way from squirmies to you know <laughs> atoms, <laughs> all over the place. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm a squirmy, dude. By the um, way. Oh, there you that's go. Okay, I was wondering who said that's that. That's me. I'm yeah. a squirmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm a mob fly then. <laughs> nice. I am what is. Um, yeah, exactly. We we just came, we just came out with a T-shirt that. Uh, it's just normal nymphs for normal people and it's like an egg a squirmy a mop fly and like a woolly bugger on it. <laughs> like one of a, one of adam said it in like a video one time and just yeah me up. hell yeah. yeah but i would uh shoot just because i've been doing a bunch of smallmouth fishing we're, we're actually talking about this um yeah i would uh probably be so my buddies adam and steve have a fly company called blue line flies and one of their flies is called uh, the Cooter Brown. <clears throat> and it's, like, basically based off this dude um, from the Civil War. It's, like, an old wise tale that, like, the only reason, like, you couldn't get drafted into the war in the Civil War was, like, if you were, like, mentally sick or, or like, if you were just sick. Um, yeah. Or if you were drunk. And so this guy basically, like, stayed drunk the entirety of the Civil War. <laughs> and so, like, it's a southern saying, I guess. It's, like, you're drunker than Cooter Brown. Um, that's not why I'm the the fly but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's just like uh it's such a good streamer pattern that like i feel like you can use it's like versatile like you can use it, it with floating line and it'll kind of be on top or if you put sinking line it'll dive deep and so uh yeah i just think like i always love being like a versatile angler and like okay. just i think it's important it's important to be a versatile angler not just be like oh i'm just a dry fly guy or i'm just a streamer guy like yeah um so that that fly, you could kind of fish, you know, on top of the water. You can fish below yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of adjust the depth. Oh, um, it's a great looking so fly. It's a great looking fly. I'm looking at it right now. It's awesome. Yeah, dude, you should order one. I have a. Uh, I'll tell Adam. I'll be like, Yo, I got you. Uh, got you some flies sold, man. Where's my uh, Where's my royalties? <laughs> yeah, where's, where's my commish? It's a good looking coo- pike fly. Yeah. yeah Wait, know. I'm spelling it wrong. Cooter Brown. Yeah. I'll send it the to first you. word is not. It's not. It, it has another meaning, but it's not that meaning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't it. worry. Got it. Understood. <laughs> Clear. It's a, it's a guy. I had to tell you the story and the wise tales. So gotcha, people don't gotcha, freak gotcha. out. Oh, yeah. It's a whole well, thing. I mean, He's got a Wikipedia page. We love smallmouth fishing up here. So. Yeah. Yeah. He stayed drunk the whole time. That's that's badass, man. Yeah, he lived <laughs> he lived right in the middle, and so he was eligible for draft on either side. Instead, he just got wasted. Hilarious, dude. Imagine <laughs> just being that hungover. All oh, be hungover forever. Be crazy, man. Couldn't believe it. Um, Did we lose Aldo? It looks like we did. Aldo, he's you know Aldo's up in Tomogamy right now. Uh, running. Uh, shout out to the Outfitter Bar. It's a new bar up in Tomogamy. He's opening up, but um, so his internet's kind of crappy. But yeah. you know what? Oh, okay. That's an awesome pattern. We will buy some. We'll get you some commish. No probs. 
<laughs> and there you uh, go. we'll go bass fishing with it. But um, yeah, man, thank you so Scotty so much for coming on the show, dude. It was fun. Yeah, it's been yeah. a pleasure, man. Yeah. Talk to you it's for been, hours. I appreciate it. It's been a good time, dude. I know, yeah. man. Like, where did that hour go? Yeah, like, it I know. Sucks. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to get you guys on our podcast here soon. Uh, That'd be yeah, super fun. yeah. That'd be fun, man. That'd be fire great. the mics up, man. Yeah. We can arrange that for oh, sure. Yeah. No, if we're it's too many. We've got too many people. Up. I don't know. Let me know. I mean, you know, always down. Oh no, yeah, no, okay, man. Good. We got we got to bring everybody. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> is it just is it just y'all three that do it? Like, if, yeah. have you guys had any other people that have done it, or has it been y'all? No, it's all it's us. And we used to have someone named Gab who's from Quebec, and he's moved back there, and he's doing stuff there and then we we've got a photographer a friend of ours itis that comes on from time to time but uh yeah it's uh, it's it's the three of us uh hosting the show now so yeah no it's the, we, we're down to come on anytime no yeah. doubt yeah yeah especially y'all use riverside so you guys got the whole yeah whole setup it'd be money got it all down yeah but you know what before before you go scotty do you want to plug uh wildfly or anything that you got coming up or coming out or tell people you know this is kind of that time to to just just you know direct yeah plug away yeah man <laughs> um yeah no i you know if anyone who hadn't heard of us um definitely go check out our uh just go check out our youtube channel it's just wildfly productions um that's probably where i'd, I'd definitely send people and uh we've got we've got a really fun uh short bus diary series coming um later in the summer that we're gonna be we're gonna be going on that trip and we've just got some we've got some really cool stuff kind of in the works um just working on kind of executing it now and so um i think it's going to be a, a a good year for, a good rest of the year for us with with putting stuff out um but then we also have uh some some new apparel that's going to be coming out some summer gear mm-hmm. here in the next uh week or two so that's on our website just wild-fly.com and uh yeah you can find everything there and um yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a new uh website designed here soon too so cool. a little sneak peek i guess <laughs> right on Nice. Love it. Okay, and we'll put all yeah. links to that stuff in the show notes too, so people find it. But obviously, check out Wildfly. You know, you guys are doing awesome stuff, and uh, your content's great. And uh, super nice guy. It was great to chat, man. Thanks again for coming yeah, on the show. Likewise, it was fun. Thank and, you guys for reaching out, man. I really appreciate it. It's oh, been fun. Hundred percent. Love meeting people in the in fly fishing. So this is always great. Beauty. All right, buddy. Well, take care. Have a good night, man. All right, guys. Take it easy. Oh, Scotty, what a nice guy. I love, I love that guy. He's, he's so cool. North Carolina. We've never talked to someone from North Carolina. Well, we have. That's not true. <laughs> Chris. I know. Chris is awesome. I love Chris. I actually just bought a hat off of Chris and I'm expecting oh. it in, in the post. Yes, I did. In uh, the post. But Scotty, it's in the post. In the post. <laughs> it's in the post. It's on the way. Uh, Scotty, thanks for coming <laughs> on the show. Wildfly. Yeah, Wildfly makes awesome stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I, yeah. I didn't realize I, it. I thought they were much newer. I don't know why I thought they were much newer, but he's been around since 2013. Well, you know, I think it's one of those things, right, where it's like, you know, people find us and they're like, wow, I never heard of you guys. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, obviously, you know, you never heard of us, but it's like, I'm always, <laughs> it's always like, it's always like, well, yeah, we, you know, we've been doing this for, for a few years. You know, we're not necessarily new, but you get better at it and you build a base of content yeah. and you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. You just got to keep chipping away at it. But um, oh, yeah, check out Wildfly. Mm-hmm. Got a chip, you know. Check out the uh, the show notes too for um, you know links to Wildfly, but uh, you know just Google Wildfly, Short Bus Diaries, any of that stuff. And there's uh, tons of great fly fishing content to to sink your teeth into. Oh yeah, it's really this. nice night right now here. I'm I'm up at uh, I'm up at Buckshot. Um, oh 
nice. What about where you're at, Aldo? You're you're in Tamogs. I'm in Tamogmi. I will say that this past week has been just spectac like, in terms of weather. Spectac. I know. Spectac. Yeah, like even when it even when because you know we're 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 here on we're here on the oh. northeast arm of of Lake Tamogamy, and the wind always blows towards us. Mm-hmm. You know what, fellas? What? The f- boop, boop, boop. today's this like one of the longest days of the year, right? Yesterday was the equinox, the longest day of the year. That's yeah, thanks was for cutting th- me off. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just gonna say there's a thunderstorm warning, but it's gone now. <laughs> so maybe I, I might go drink a bunch of booze on the dock now. Oh, do it, man! Look at, look at all those I'm hair. Go- I might. It's like the wind's blowing in his house. <laughs> yeah, no, this last week has been great, but today's rainy, cold. But I went fishing today, so that was kind of fun. Oh, you know what, Aldo? That's crazy. But you know what's really crazy? (laughs) It's the longest Um, day of the year. It's the longest day of the year. Yesterday. Today is the second. Uh, What'd you get? What? How about that? That's (laughs) (laughs) Yoma, what? What? What, Yoma? No, I was just going to say, how about that uh, that Cooter Brown uh, fly? I'm going to definitely purchase a couple and bring them over over to the cottage whenever I get an invite. Um, But also in Toronto, because, you know, you forgot (laughs) to ask me. Aggressiveness there? Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, but I noticed you're in shorts. I know. I bought your shorts, nice. although I said I'm getting those Munthead uh, jogging pants shorts. And I got them. <laughs> although it looks so fucking crazy. He's so right? crazy. Look at his hair. <laughs> <laughs> right on his mic. His hair is crazy. Well, I just, um, well, no, it was just a, we had a good, uh, I took the the chef out here, Sam. Uh, he's from England. Um, he was living in Peterborough the last couple of years. His first time living in Tomogamy. And I took him fishing, and he caught his first fish. So suck on that, crackers. Um, what kind of fish was it? Oh my he, god! He caught a pike and a smallmouth bass. Oh man, oh. those were his first fish. Yep, yep. On the fly rod. And the pike was actually kind of cool. It wasn't big. It wasn't that big. No, not on the fly rod. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that big. But he he cast. I was like, ah, I put a cast by that dock. We were, we were f- drifting by a dock on Lake Tamagama, yeah. mm-hmm. and we saw the pike come out. And he missed the lure, and I was like, "Just keep reeling." And then he like missed it again, and then on the third swat, it got it. So it was like really, it was a really fun thing. And oh, then we were fishing up. like a little rocky shoal, and uh, and um, he got uh, he got. A, I picked up a couple smallies, and I was like, "Change your lure." And he he put on you know a little soft plastic. Yeah, and got the job done. But it was kind of funny. Oh, he's at twenty three. He was like, "This is pretty sweet." He's like, "I'm gonna have to go buy my own fishing rod." And I was like, uh-huh. "Yes, you do." Well, there you go. Hey, I mean, you know, you got someone into fishing. Get him a fly rod, though. Yeah, um, seriously. But we got you know nuked, like, by rain. Right, right, this right. is the first day it's raining oh, yeah. in a while. Which is a good thing, though. Right. Keep the forest fires mm-hmm. at yeah. bay, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> Yuma, you went carp like fishing that. with Matt Martin. What was that like? I did, yeah, I did. It, it was It was a great... Actually, I'm going out with him again on Sunday. <laughs> for more carp? Carp fishing again? Yeah, I didn't take enough, I didn't take as much videos as I wanted to. He's he's like, dude, I don't care. Just come fishing with me. Like it's not like you know, don't don't you don't own you know we're not bartering. Come fish. Basically, he, okay, we should cut this. Let's off. go fishing with you. Let's go. Okay, now, uh, yeah, car fishing was. I'm amazing. not editing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> any of that? Just keep talking. You always tell like, me. Don't. You always tell me to edit, and I'm like, I'm not gonna edit. I don't have no time to edit. Um, <laughs> no, I just think uh, yeah. No, when I went. <laughs> He just wanted. He just. It was just great, and and it looked I, beautiful. Like it looked. Yeah. The pictures we saw were amazing. Like it looked like you were. Like you were saltwater fishing or something. Yeah, it did look. Yeah, like you were saltwater ex- fishing. So when we when we got to the spot, it looked like we were, CN can. You know, like it looked like 
Mexico. Yeah. It looked it it was turquoise water and levels of blues. You know, you get the dark and then like the different and it just was like this it just it looked gorgeous. Georgian Bay is gorgeous. As we all know, but this was really spectacular. And you could see tailing carp, just like bonefish, you know what I mean? And uh as soon as we got there, obviously he hooked one and you know, he's fighting it for a little bit and um yeah. <laughs> So anyways, but yeah, so I'm going out with him again on Sunday and I'm going to... Oh, well, that's fun. I mean, yeah, it looked yeah, awesome. I'm he just posted a picture today that with a 38-pound fish. I saw. Yeah. 38 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> I'm glad you had a fun day. I mean, fishing with Matt's always a blast. Oh, I'm Matt's glad that amazing, you man. got yeah. out for some fish there. That was so, so busy. Busy and, with uh, It's the 21st now, but in a couple of days, it's someone's birthday. Aye. Oh, my God. Thursday. Oh, yeah. Thursday, it's Mitchie's 30th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Fuck I'm gonna you. be 30. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> good <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So what does yeah, that mean? Yeah. I mean 30. I mean, I know. What should that I you're... get you? A sense of humor? Oh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm turning 30, what does it mean, Yoma? Means you're turning 40. <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 When's your birthday, Yoma? It's July, right? That's not funny. I'm turning July 39. 16th. I'm not turning 40 this year. 40 is July 16th, right? 15. You turned 39 last year. Oh, 15th. I no, knew are you that sure? too. How old am I? I'm not 40 yet. I think Yuma, dude, you turned 39 <laughs> like you turned 39 like eight years ago, man. You're like you're every 39. Year, it's, it's, like, it's my 39th birthday for five years <laughs> in a row. <laughs> you guys, like 40, yeah, 45. Yeah. Well, oh um, yeah, and yeah, bass is open. I didn't even realize it was the third Saturday had passed here in June, and I was like, oh yeah, bass is open. I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it's really so crazy. Good. Felt so good catching it. Yeah, because I, I caught two bass. It was my first two bass of the season. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how fun they are. Just yeah, so fun. a leech pattern and just would jump it yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah I might go fast. fish. I might go fish for a bit. Right yeah, now, you should. It's almost you know you should about do? a half an hour of sunlight. I'm gonna. There are so many caterpillars here, guys. There's a thing going on in Ontario where... There are a ton of gypsy moth caterpillars, and I know people listen to this are like, oh, yeah, I got those around my house. Um, it's like an infestation in eastern and southern Ontario. It's crazy. Like, I got here, and I was like, I was, I got out of the car, and I was walking around, and I'm like, it sounded like it was raining, okay? It sounded like it was, like, kind of pouring rain, like, just a little bit less than pouring rain. And really? I was, my, I was, like, shocked. My mouth was wide open because I was looking at the leaves, like, just standing there for, like, Shut a minute. Shut my mouth wide open. Straight up. But here, here's what happened. So I'm just standing there for like a minute or two with my mouth open, like looking up at the leaves, thinking like, it's not raining. What, What is this noise, right? Then I get in the house and like I Google it and it turns out that the noise I was hearing was actually all the millions of caterpillars around me, like just like their poo, like they were pooing. <laughs> Ew. And still, no, and after, yes. It's oh raining it's a caterpillar dung. Yep. Across Ontario, if you're out in the woods and you think it's raining and it's not, that's caterpillar poo. And... Steph was like, dude, you were walking around outside for minutes with your mouth wide open, just like looking at the trees. Guys, that's how I started this whole, I'm not even joking. It's insane. I'll send you the link to this after. I was like, that's disgusting. And I'm not going outside till they're gone. And that's that's like okay. July. They're vegetarians. It's clean poop. Hey. Oh, oh, I don't oh, think that's how poop oh, works. Oh, 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 oh. I, don't think, uh, I think poop vegetarians. poop, no matter what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, it's it's, and it's caterpillar poo. Like what? Oh yeah. god. Anyway, it's the thing that's happening, and I'm sure lots of people listening here are like, does that yep, mean? Yep, does yep. that mean? Does that mean you're about to get mm-hmm. like the most beautiful butterfly yeah. season ever? No, gypsy moths. Oh. Oh. Like millions of gypsy moths. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just uh, millions of gypsy moths. <laughs> so uh, anyway, 
Well, good podcast, everybody, and uh, well, it's good to see you guys. That's good to see you guys too. Yeah. yeah when are we gonna get the invite to come? I mean, I'm going. I'm seeing Aldo on Friday. So. On You're coming Friday. up here like in like a couple weeks, man. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, man. You, yeah, you were invited a long time ago. We're going fishing with Jeff Jackson. Oh, Jeff. yeah, that's right. But that's Jeff. That's in three weeks. Yeah, and then. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually excited to see Aldo on the, on the on Canada Day. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna go fun. up to the Outfitter and you're Big gonna have some uh, paper planes coming that weekend. Oh yeah. Big news. What do you mean? I can't say it here. Can't say. We're recording, Mitch. Do I know the news? Oh yeah. Yes. There's big news coming that weekend? You can say that you already <laughs> know about it. Oh, yeah, like uh, the like the can opener uh, thing that I bought. That we take on our tripping. Oh, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I like beer, yeah. We're going to drink beers that weekend? Is that what? Okay, well, we'll figure it out. I don't know what's going on right now, but... Uh, I'm just kidding. I do. I picked up on it. <laughs> Imagine I was still like, wait, what's, what are we talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. More on that to come. And, uh, yeah, everybody, you know what? Yeah. Scotty, you're right. We're going to put stuff on YouTube. We'll, we'll put our video podcast on YouTube. What, what the hell? Why not? From time to time, sometimes we won't because, uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we record, uh, you know, uh, well, we'll try to anyways. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, uh, anyway, I hope thanks for listening. And, uh, that's it for me, Mitch, uh, Aldo. Uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Scotty. That was awesome. I know you're probably a busy dude, so um, appreciate it. The content's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, the new podcast is pretty sick, too. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Yeah, Yelma. yeah thanks, Scotty. Thanks, everyone. And I'll see, hear you. See you guys <laughs> next time. All right. Take care. And <laughs> go well, Another ahead. smooth exit there from Yelma. <laughs> You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.